When most people think about network marketing, they think pushy and aggressive. Today, you'll discover that the most successful network marketers come totally from a place of giving and who started with themselves, very much like creating a niche, which must always come from within. Kristen Scott is a niche specialist and marketing branding consultant, helping people find their fit in business, and is joining us today on episode 39 titled Healthy Network Marketing Wisdom on the Alternative Health Tools Podcast, where we help you discover new and alternative health tools and resources from alternative healthcare practitioners and experts. You know, most people think to be true about network marketing is that it's a very sort of solitary, I don't know, selfish isn't the right word, but very self-driven. You really have to be, you know, kind of pushy and aggressive. And what I've found to be true is the most successful people are totally coming from a place of giving. People think that, again, they just need to find the right program or product and it'll work. What I know to be true (laughs) is it completely starts with you, much like your niche does. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Hello, John. I am doing wonderfully well. Thank oh, that's you for good. Asking. How about you? I'm good. Well, you're in San good. Diego and it's a little cloudy today, but hey, we're still grateful, huh? Eggs, and it's a Friday and all things are wonderful. Yeah, that's good. Good. So, Kristen and I know each other from a um, SBRG small business referral group in Carlsbad, California. And uh, honestly, I've uh, been really impressed with um, her business model and, and the way she communicates and, and how she has coached and helped people in the referral group. And uh, I invited her on partially for, for the different businesses she has, but also I'm really interested in this coaching you do with um, network marketers. Because I've done a lot of it, done four or five different organizations, had success in two, and then it sort of went away. But... Uh, but let's start with let's start with just coach Kristen. Okay. Well, I actually could start a couple different ways, but um mm-hmm. for the sake of brevity, <laughs> uh <laughs> I have a master's degree in exercise science and have been fascinated by all things related to kind of the human body response to exercise since I took one course in my actually in my undergrad degree um, and couldn't ever really get away with it. So decided to go back and get a master's in it and was just sort of fascinated on a personal level and never really found a way to apply it that I enjoyed because for me it was something so, I keep saying the word personal, but that's really the best word. Mm-hmm. Um, I found if I tried to do uh, personal training or, or working with people in that way, uh, I was frustrated because I was working with people who oftentimes felt like, well, if I'm paying for a personal trainer, then that means I'll just get fit. (laughs) You know, they didn't really want to. They just figured if they put the money in, it would happen or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and they didn't want to be there or they just, it wasn't, it, it was started to, you know, steal my joy, if you will, around fitness and the, and the human body being such a cool thing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I kind of moved away from that and was doing a lot of other things and, uh, had a couple children along the way and found 
my first network marketing company when my son was about three months old. Uh, it had nothing to do with fitness. It was music-based kids' toys, but it seemed like I could do this. This is something based around kids. I could be, you know, definitely passionate about the importance of music and education and hmm. perfect fit. Well, that's um, a, that's a, that's one of my passions too. Basically. For sure. It's, it, I mean, there's no question, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. extremely valuable. So that was my first kind of entry into network marketing. I'd of course heard about it before and gone to meetings and things, but never found something that I identified with. So I jumped into that um, that company uh, didn't last very long. They were bought by another company and then disappeared. Uh, but along the way, <laughs> mm-hmm. I found my second company, and uh, that was Wine Shop at Home. Um, so as part of my healthy lifestyle, I am definitely also one who believes in moderation in all things, and uh-huh. I'm a wine lover. Um, I love it for the art of it. Uh, among many other things. So I got into a wine-based network marketing company, which was phenomenal. Had great experience with it, um, traveled the world, uh, etc. And the reason that's kind of an important part of the story is the person who was my upline mm-hmm. in the wine business, at some point during the, uh, the whole process, she was invited to become a founding coach with Mm -hmm. Team Beachbody. So when she went to that meeting, and there were 41, I believe, founding coaches, and Mm -hmm. it was because one of her very good friends was involved at the corporate level that she got this invitation, and she had been very successful herself in both real estate and this wine business we were in. Mm -hmm. Um, She came home from the meeting and called me and said, you have to do this with me. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, what is it? <laughs> and she said, right. I don't really know, but you have a degree in this. It seems perfect for you. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, how does it work? She said, again, don't really know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping you'll sign up and figure it out so you can tell me. So that's my illustrious launch into Team Beachbody. I signed up and had just had my nine-year uh, anniversary Congratulations. earlier this month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you. that's so, definitely one way to get into a network marketing company, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Just here, you should do this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it did seem like a, an obvious fit. And I was, um, oh, good choice of words there. I just had a good fit. Um, <laughs> and uh, my son was obviously by then a little bit older, but mm-hmm. I still had two young kids that were keeping me home and not at the gym. So I thought, well, at worst case scenario, I'll get in better shape. Mm-hmm. And so I got started with Beachbody at that point. And over the years, it became the only business I was doing. So what, is, what does uh, Beachbody do? So Team Beachbody is a branch of Beachbody. Mm-hmm. And Beachbody is a company, the parent company that uh, created um, programs that are uh, fairly well known in terms of the infomercial world. So they started mm-hmm. with direct marketing as mm-hmm. opposed to direct sales. Um, and it, programs like P90X and Insanity are some of the ones that a lot of people know about. Mm-hmm. Um, those are more extreme. Mm-hmm. So people that aren't as familiar with the company tend to think, oh my gosh, Beachbody has all these crazy extreme programs. But the reason they decided to have this coach side of the business is that almost exactly for that reason, is because Mm -hmm. there is a large library of programs and products to help most people. Um, And 
because when you order off an infomercial, often it's an impulse buy. Mm -hmm. And so the box arrives and you either don't open it or open it and question your sanity and shove it in the corner. Mm -hmm. So the idea is if you've got a coach who's already reached out to you as you know, ideally while the item was on its way to you, Mm -hmm. um, you feel like you have a little bit of support and accountability that you're not just at home alone with this box of Mm -hmm. doom. No, that's fat. That's, that's my experience tells me informs me that that's incredibly useful. Right. So that's, that's the basics. So if somebody actually says, well, what do you do with Beachbody? I say I'm a support and accountability coach. Mm -hmm. Um, most coaches don't have a background in fitness. They've just, had great results and they know the power of support and accountability. Really, mm-hmm. we don't have to create the programs or the products. So mm-hmm. it's more about helping people commit, you know, one workout at a time, one bite at a time, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's fabulous. Yeah, I'm actually looking at uh, coachkristen.com, seeing everything that you do. Yeah, and you also have a fitness blog, don't you? I do. It's, um, it hasn't been anything I've been terribly consistent with. I mostly, um, at this point, I'm very active on Facebook. That's actually my uh, social media venue of choice. I'm there a lot. Mm-hmm. And so when I find myself wanting to share a lot of information, Facebook is not the right place for that. Mm-hmm. So that's usually when I'll go over and do a blog post. So mm-hmm. it's not um, necessarily something I'm consistent with. It's more when it's something that, you know, Facebook's not the right place for, I'll go ahead and post it as a blog post. So, okay, great. So in, in, uh, coaching other people, are, mm-hmm. are you actually coaching people that are doing other different kinds of network marketing companies? Or? Well, so that just has started within the last year of doing kind of a, an offshoot, if you will, by kind of playing, doing a little play with words, which is helping people, not only get personally fit, but actually helping find their, their business fit, right? Very nice. So um, what that came from is I had done a lot of, of business networking with my wine business. And when I started with Beachbody becoming more serious, I sort of fell out of the networking space. Mm-hmm. And um, about a year ago, or a little more now, I decided I'm going to start doing some in, you know, person-to-person local networking again. And um, quickly realized that it wasn't necessarily the best way for me to build my beach body business simply because uh, most of my, well, my clients for beach body can be anywhere in the US and Canada. And mm-hmm. in fact, you know, we connect on Facebook more than anything else. So it, it wasn't, and it's such a personal thing, fitness and nutrition. So um, I found building trust and relationships over time, even on social media, was better use of my uh, my time in a lot of ways. I could reach more people at once, if right. you will. Right. But I kept going. I kept wanting to go. I kept thinking, what am I getting out of this? Because it's, <laughs> it's not really helping necessarily my Beachbody business per se, but I'm, you know, something in me wanted to keep attending these events and go to more. And so as I started to really be looking inward on what it was that I was, what was giving me energy from these Mm -hmm. situations was the conversations with people in helping them kind of develop some clarity. Um, and some, I, I had, I have come to really value 
especially in uh, network marketing, branding yourself as opposed to saying, I'm a rep of such and such company. Mm-hmm. So the networking that I was doing, I was coming across a lot of people who I just felt like were, were missing an opportunity to play much bigger. Mm-hmm. And um, those conversations were the, were the ones that were really energizing me and making me kind of want to go back for more. So um, like hopefully most smart people in business and life do, uh, I went to a coach <laughs> and I said, I can't figure out what's going on here, but there's something I need to be doing and I don't really know what it is. And so she helped me kind of figure it out and set me in the right direction of what was really pulling at me or pushing to get out of me. I don't know what the right Mm -hmm. expression is. Um, And so to kind of just start and simplify, um, the idea became helping people find a niche, a niche market. Um, So niche fit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay, great. Based on what? I mean, I'm just sort of curious how you... Sure. So there's, that's, I mean, that's really step one, right? So niche fit is a system that I then developed that has three steps. And the first step is find or determine or develop what that target market is for you. And to simplify it, just to make it as simple as I possibly can, it's usually you before you found that product or service. Hmm. So with network marketers, that's why most of us get started is we find a product or a program or an opportunity that speaks to us. Mm -hmm. And so that is, becomes the most natural way for us to attract business because that's really what I'm talking about is going away from the old school models of what most people think about with MLM or network marketing, which is, you know, go throw up your information on everyone, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and the ones who don't run away, you know, those must be ready to sign up. And so you bug them until they do, you know I mean? It's, it, yeah, I'm totally it, exaggerating and making it worse than it uh, is. No, I, I, I hear that, but it also wastes a lot of people. It wastes people. It wastes time. It wastes money mm-hmm. and it wastes energy. I think, you know, so many of us don't feel good about that type of activity. No. So instead what my model teaches is more about put out there your own experience mm-hmm what you know, what you've gained, what's improved, what's better for you now, with vulnerability, of course, built in, in terms of where you've come from. And the people that see that and go, wow, I need that or want that, come to you. They're ready. They're pre-qualified, if you will, if you want to be kind of businessy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the process is to, to take that first, that first chapter, really, of the workbook that I created, is to focus, start, it starts with you. Mm-hmm. Your niche starts with you. Um, and then it builds out from there. Yeah, it sounds like you're also building on people's uh, genuine, authentic self. Exactly. And if that's true, it also plays into developing a brand. And that's really the ultimate goal mm-hmm. is to communicate as, you know, for me, Coach Kristen. You know, it's not, I don't say Beachbody Coach Kristen mm-hmm. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, I love the company and it's very strong and solid and most people feel that way about their company, but it could, something weird could happen anytime and I would have no business because I don't have products. Yes. I don't make the products. So that's kind of the bigger picture here is to build your niche around you 
as mm-hmm. the brand. So you can become, you can travel and be transparent. And I mean, you know, the most successful network marketers I know, that's what mm-hmm. they do. For sure. They, they go from one company to another. Not that their goal is to go from one company or another, but when something changes with the company, then they they take with them themselves and right. they're, they're jumpstart into a whole new business, you know. And the model may be a little different, but mm-hmm. their integrity and brand is intact. Exactly. And that's, that's so important. And I think my intention is never to undermine or question, you know, somebody, the company that somebody's with, mm-hmm. um, or what their upline is coaching or teaching them. It's, this is an, an added tool. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, a lot of the coaching and training that a lot of people are exposed to is kind of, you know, sometimes it's still stuck in that old school way mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily resonate with everyone. It mm-hmm. certainly resonates with some people, but not with everyone. So this, it's kind of an option for people that are finding they're not, they're not getting this from the resources that they easily have access to within their company or their upline. And mm-hmm. they really are, they resonate with the attraction marketing side of things, oh, yeah. which is, which is my, my intention. And my, and it's my way of really, you know, it's helping, <clears throat> excuse me, the people that I've come into contact with through networking, but also I like to think it's my own little way of helping the network marketing industry. Yeah. Uh, that's how I perceive it. And that's how I, you know, when you started first talking about it, I went, this is great because this is, you know, this is uh, support that's really, really needed. So I have, I have a question for you, which is actually three parts, Okay. which is um, in all of this, no matter what it is, um, whatever company or whatever you you've done in your business life, um, what are three things that were sort of generally accepted by people, but that you found to be different? Sort of, the, it's it's along the lines most people think X about network marketing or whatever, mm-hmm. but what I found out to be true is this: like three okay. things. Three things. Okay. Well, the first one is. Um, what I would say, you know, most people think to be true about network marketing is that it's a very, um, well, most people think this if they've never bit done it, put it that way, mm-hmm. um, that it's a very sort of solitary, um, almost, I don't know, selfish isn't the right word, but very self-driven. You really have to be, you know, kind of pushy and aggressive. Mm-hmm. And what I've found to be true is the most successful people are totally coming from a place of giving. Mm. And um, it, it sounds pretty cheesy, and I'm, sh- you know, it's, but it's what I've found to be so true is that the most successful people over the long run, you know, certainly anyone can come in and, you know, be obnoxious and aggressive and, do well with a certain group and move on. But Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, for the long run people and the people that do well over time, they're building relationships and they're providing service based leadership, servant leadership, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's honestly, that was very surprising to me coming into the industry just because of the, the reputation and the perception Mm -hmm. out there of what it's all about. Yeah. Sort of what I'm getting is that there are a lot of people out there that are givers. Yes. And not takers. And 
they enter into network marketing companies because they see an opportunity to be able to give. But they may not have the skill set, the business acumen, or anything mm-hmm. else to actually, quote-unquote, be successful in it. And, right. of course, success is, you know, dependent on lots of different things. Sure. So you provide services, really, that sort of fine-tune that for somebody. And I'm imagining you probably point people in the right direction. I mean, do you, you know? That, that's a great way to put it, is you're right, that's... People that come in wanting to give back and help people as their first priority, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times that's where they need a different kind of training because the the business-driven training may not be something that works for them. Mm-hmm. So that's a great, mm-hmm. a great way to, to frame that. Okay. What, what is the second thing? The second one, um, I'm actually going to kind of switch – to the fitness side for a minute, because I think that's such a huge one that I'm actually dealing with all the time. (laughs) Um, And in fact, I'm about to, uh, my next sort of big campaign, if you will, on, on, on Facebook, I'm writing the copy for right now for my next uh, fitness related program Mm -hmm. is all around the fact that you know, it kind of goes back to what I hated about personal training is, you know, that if you just go get the right workout program and, you know, chain decide you're going to die, it's the New Year's resolution model, right? So you just figure, okay, I'm going to, this is it, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, this time's going to be different, but there's no mindset behind it. Mm-hmm. The, it doesn't work. And this has been my struggle all along with with honestly looking for something in addition to brand myself outside of Beachbody. Mm -hmm. And that is people believe, you know, people think that again, they're just need to find the right program or product and it'll work. What I know to be true (laughs) is it's completely starts with you much like your niche does. It has to come from within. And, what I've told people over the years is the reason I struggle with networking Beachbody is because people here help fitness coach and I fitness is just my Trojan horse mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I need to get in and think what's really going on here and what is holding you back from doing this on your own. Because if it's just about tools, anybody can have access to the tools here in Southern California. You can, turn around on each street corner and see 10 different options for places to get healthier and more fit. No kidding. Right. Oh yeah. So what's the difference? What's going to make the difference for somebody has nothing to do with, well, they just needed to find a beach body program. No, (laughs) the beach body program is not going to work either if the person is not ready psychologically. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that, uh, I guess maybe my, my undergrad psych degree (laughs) comes out to play. Um, where I really know, and, and that's part of why I, I, I struggle because it's not an area of expertise for me, to be quite honest, to really, you know, want to dig in with someone onto what their, the bigger picture issues are holding them back from truly committing to health and fitness, mm-hmm. um, because it's not that simple. And so I can work with the willing and the ready and give the support and accountability that I can, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, there's a lot of inner work that goes along with that. And 
they actually, the next, we call them challenge groups, but really it's a support and accountability group mm-hmm. um, that I'm going to run. We're going to actually have a book club component is what I decided. That's great. Um, so it finally kind of dawned on me like, okay, why not address that? Hello. Yes. <laughs> it's the elephant in the room. Let's invite it to, to come out and have a chat. So. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I've been thinking the same thing for SBRG. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Recommended books. One of my favorite books for anybody in business of any th- uh, kind is a book called Start With Why. Love that. I actually oh, you- did li- listen to the audio of it, and then yep. Simon Sinek spoke at our last national meeting. Um, Lucky you. That's yes. great. Yes. No, yeah. that's, that speaks volumes ab- about the kind of people that you associate with in the, mm-hmm. in the business. That's great. Yeah. No, that that book just opened, you know, just opened my eyes to uh, the notion that a lot of people get started and then they just completely forget why they even started. Yep. And then it just becomes, you know, a business and their passion's gone and the fuel's gone. And I, you know, I've had this, I've struggled myself with that myself, you know. Well, it's I just, think we all have, yeah. 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 So number three, most people think. I think the main thing. Yeah, here's what I'll go with. (laughs) Number three, um, people think that marketing to a very wide, broad audience will make them more successful than really narrowing down to a smaller target market. And creating relationships? Well, that's part of it. But also, you know, what the, the truth is, if you think about... I was actually at an, a great event last night with some amazing women and um, it was kind of a kick off the year and, you know, way to frame your life without ever setting resolutions again. It was a neat event. <laughs> um, I like it. I like it. Yes. Yes. Um, but one of the women there, it works in a similar way to, to what I do. And we were talking about um, kind of that niching and having a a more limited target market for your business Mm -hmm. has analogies to dating. So (laughs) if you go out and you are looking for a mate and people say, well, you know, what are you looking for? How can I send you a potential mate? You know, in the business world, it would be a referral, right? Mm -hmm. But in the dating world, that's, you know, who can I set you up with? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you said, oh, gosh, well, anyone with skin, Right. You know, and which there are, are um, skincare companies that, you know, they'll say that's our target market. Anyone with skin. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it doesn't work. You know, right. it immediately makes me think of no one Yeah, well, <laughs> because I, it's everyone. Yeah, it's a little so, too wide. So if you said that, you know, in a dating model, it's not only doesn't help me think of anybody. It actually makes you appear desperate. Yeah. And um that there's some of that in the marketing space as well. And, and in networking groups, you know, if somebody stands up and says, you know, I can help anyone with skin, you kind of go, Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sure you can, but help me help you. So what I know to be true, and, and I've done a d- bunch of research into this, um, as I've been working on my materials is the benefits of niching are, you actually reach, people so much more effectively with a much narrow market and a much tighter message. Because if you don't have that, you actually hit no one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you're trying to hit everyone, you really hit no one. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to, you know, one of the things I always say is, 
you know, you, if you try to hit a hundred percent of the population, you'll probably hit zero. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're trying to hit 5% of the population, you, you might hit, you know, 90 to 100% of that 5%, which is a lot more than zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's so much easier to reach a target market. And then you actually have passionate, loyal, return customers because they, under, they know that you get them. Yeah. And they know that you know where they're coming from and what their needs are and their their pains, their fears, their desires, you can speak to all those things and really present yourself as an expert. So not only do you attract your market much more effectively, but you also elevate your own brand as an expert or a specialist in a way that, you know, let's face it, it allows you to make more money (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) because mm -hmm. not only are you, you know, really reaching your pre-qualified target market, but you're also branding yourself as an expert. Mm-hmm. Well, also, it's like when you <clears throat> when you do that, you're also you're also um, letting people know who you really are, because exactly. you know so much of the time, you know the you know people are out there throwing out a perception, you know, and one of the you know things is that um, you know in marketing is perception is reality, but these days I think people know when it's not real, so for sure, yeah, you can't. It's like I can't with my you know alkaline ionized business i I don't want to go out there and do anything else but just you know provide people what i know to be true or what i know what resonates with me what i'm passionate about right and even even if that's something that means you have to share a mistake that you've made or you know where you've come from yes so that people see that you're relatable Uh but that you are now in a place where you found something that helped solve that issue for you. Uh Um, Uh And again, you know, that can be extremely specific, you know, for a lot of us, it's, it's, you know, an issue that we have that's, that's pretty specific to us that may not appeal to, you know, the broad market, but the people that are in that specific group with you, Mm -hmm. they're going to be your tribe. Yeah. So that's, it's so valuable. And it's something that what I keep seeing a lot of, and even coming up in myself as I go through my own exercises over and over again, Mm -hmm. is um, it's, there's a fear there. And -hmm. you're like, oh, but I'm going to leave someone out or, you know, gosh, I could help anyone with skin, but yet I'm just going to talk about rosacea. Like, oh, what about all those other people that I could help that have these other issues? Mm-hmm. So, and it, you know, you never get away from psychology, John. Right. I think uh, <laughs> it's part of who we are as human beings, but um, kind of getting, getting people to a place where they can, I can say, look, you don't have to marry your niche. Um, you know, you just need to commit to it and dive into it. And it's supposed to grow and evolve, mm-hmm. but having a niche will guide all of your marketing decisions and a lot of your business decisions mm-hmm. and save you, as we were talking about earlier, a ton of time and money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I'm greatly appreciative of what you're doing. Um, you know, and I, do you know who Eric Schmidt is? He was, uh, he was the CEO of Google um, okay. until a couple of years ago, and, but he's now the chairman of the board. So there's a fascinating uh, short interview on YouTube with him. And one of the first things he says is everyone needs a coach, including myself. And he has a coach. Sure. He's always had a coach. I guarantee you. (laughs) Yeah. You talk to most successful people, they have at least one. Yeah, at least one. Yeah. 
No, I get that. So what do you find... Um, what do you find consistently across the board that people tell you um, is their greatest challenge in what they're doing and trying in their business? And it may spill into their personal life if that works, you know, if that mm-hmm. interfaces with their business. What's the number one thing people are challenged by, do you think? Well, you know, of course, my conversations tend to be focused around what I'm working with. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's a combination of that fear I just mentioned mm-hmm. of you know, the fear of really getting too specific, coupled with this, it's kind of a cool thing, actually, this, this feeling like, you know, so many of the people that I work with, because I'm working with a lot of people in network marketing, not only that field, but Mm -hmm. so many people that I interact with are in their businesses with some sort of personal story related to it, or, um, a real, you know, I don't know if emotional investment's the right word, but I'm even thinking of, you know, the insurance agent mm-hmm. that I worked with in our networking group. You know, I mean, it, her business is very personal to her, and it's important to her that she is her brand, even as part of a corporate organization. So it doesn't, you know, this is not only a network marketing thing. A lot of people in a lot of industries are coming into what they're doing with a lot of heart and a lot of wanting to share something they think is awesome, mm-hmm. which is great. It's just th- th- what they're struggling with is then not only that fear of niching because they don't want to leave people out because they feel like they can and really want to help everyone. Mm-hmm. But secondly, the flip side of that comes in is a lot of people really struggle with rejection mm. because they're feeling like I can help people and they are, they're not letting me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that is such a huge thing for so many of us that that are in kind of a servant position oh, sure. or a position of service, right? We want to help people. That's why we're doing what we're doing. And, you know, of course, and I always am going to be the first to admit I'm happy to get paid to do it. But, um, <laughs> sure. but you know, the intention is I'm earning it because I'm helping you. For real, legit, I'm helping you. So I, I had a couple thoughts, if I may interrupt. Yeah, yeah. Number one is that, you know, for those people that feel like they want to help everybody, yeah. it seems to me that in this, in the world of the internet today, that that's what like blogging, social, right. um, online courses, th- that's what that's really for, mm-hmm. you know? And then if people really dig into it and want more, they, they contact people individually and engage with them on that level. And then the other thing I was going to say is that, this is something that's come up for me in the last couple of days with some challenging situations with some people I really love a lot is that this notion that people are trying to save the world and save other people. And it just, it just doesn't work. Right. I mean, you can't want something for someone else. Oops. There's a dog. There is a dog. So there, there is this notion in network marketing that, you know, people want to save people. Yes. And I think, I mean, from my perspective, that seems to stop people from really getting what they really want, mm-hmm. which is some sort of result and some sort of feedback and wanting to be appreciated and loved. Right. And that's only really going to happen with those people that actually actually sign up or engage or something like that. Well, you know, it all really does tie back to you can either help no one or you can help a few people who really want your help. Mm-hmm. So 
make your choice. You know, if yeah. you're going to try to help everyone, you're it's pretty likely you're going to end up reaching practically no one. And like what you're saying is, you know, the the actual people that really want what you have and that connect with you on a personal level, mm-hmm. those are the people that you really can have a huge impact with. And mm-hmm. so why not honor that and really go with it and make a really large impact on on your people? And and that's kind of what I keep with this attraction marketing is, you know, just attract the people that resonate with what you are saying and there there you go yeah and also they'll be passionate they'll be they'll be they'll represent you with other people you know exactly what i was thinking yeah it's it's the smartest way in my opinion to build you know to really help people is to actually be vulnerable and and yet specific yeah nice so another question for you if you were going to um, talk about one defining moment in your life, what would it be? Oh, gosh. You know, it's funny. This came up last night at that event as well. She said to take some time and imagine if somebody was making like the movie of the week of your life, mm-hmm. what would be what moments would they share? Nice. Um, Just one I, moment. Yeah. And I think for me, the main one that has been a catalyst for me to define so many things was unfortunately, Mm -hmm. uh, which probably is true for most of us, not, you know, the happiest moment of our lives. But, um, when I decided to file for divorce, Mm. it was really interesting going through that whole process and, you know, could of course be a whole other podcast. But one of the fascinating things that happened when everything was finalized and and most people in my life kind of knew what was going on but not you know not to a great extent but i would run into people that following week after everything was kind of said and done and resolved and at least three or four people stopped in their tracks looked at me and said something's different did you like you know, and, and I've been, I was already in fitness. And so, you know, it was kind of a weird thing that people like, you, I know you didn't like lose weight, but like something, well, so you know, what did you tell them that you, you went, I said, yeah, you, I lost 200 pounds. No. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, oh yeah, I just got finished with a cleanse. <laughs> exactly. But the point being, it was, it was more yeah. about, and what some important people in my life had told me in, in terms of this transition was you're waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And for this other person to kind of solve some of these big problems and your your life is on hold. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was that's kind of has then since then been something that I try to keep in mind is, you know, I can't wait for anyone else to figure out what I what my message is or what I should be doing or how I can help people or what I want to do for that mm-hmm, matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to take control and, and do what's, what's right and what's best and what stop putting my life on hold, mm-hmm, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, nope. um, yep. I, I hope people hear this. Um, you know, I think I told you, I'm, I started going to Seaside center for spiritual living, which I really love yes. with, uh, Reverend Christian mm-hmm. and, uh, his, uh, you know, his New Year's message was titled, Let It Be Known. Mm-hmm. In other words, just bring it out. Let it yes. be known to yourself, to others, exactly what it is you want. 
in 2016. You know, sometimes, I mean, I just find myself sometimes not really bringing that to the surface myself. It's just like, sure, you know, I don't sit often enough and just evaluate that. What is it that I really want? Let it well, be known. And, and you, you spoke to this earlier, too, because it, that's what made me think about this event I went to last night was when you mm-hmm. said connecting with why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And this this woman's point was, you know, being present, not mm-hmm. every moment of every day, we can't do that, but mm-hmm. more often than most of us do, mm-hmm. and say, okay, wait, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. What, where am I? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. checking in, if you will, with yourself and what's going on and saying, wait, why am I here? Is this the next best right thing for me to be doing right now? And And is this resonating with me? Is this where I want to be headed? And am I just being present with that and sitting with that. And like you said, letting it be known. And the first part of that for most of us is, is just admitting it to ourselves. Yes, exactly. And yeah. then, and then sharing that light with the world. And if I could just add one caveat to my, sure. my most important moment. Um, it, yeah, it's unfortunate that it had to come obviously from divorce and I don't want to seem like I'm advocating that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, you know, obviously in my case, it was, it was necessary in, in my opinion. And, and, um, but, uh, not always the right answer. Mm-hmm. It, my point just being, if that's what it takes to be yourself, then it's, it's worth looking into, you know, really what that means to you. Yeah. I've decided actually in this podcast to tie a bunch of things together and I want to actually do a plug for rheology.org. Okay. So I'm doing a, uh, I'm basically producing and hosting um, Jake and Hannah Eagle. They've been doing this for like 30, 40 years. Um, but um, they have a really, really great course um, online at rheology.org. There's actually a short video where they teach dating, relating, and mating. Okay. And I just want to like, I'm going to suggest that actually you come up with some tips that we might be able to fold into the podcast on a weekly basis. Um, Cause you, you're just full of a lot of really great information. You're full Thank of you. it, Christian. I no, am. No, I really am. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But you know, one of the things they say in the dating process, and this is, you know, I was married and I was divorced too. And I realized that what I'm about to say rang true for me is that in the dating process, most of the time people um, are way too, tolerant mm-hmm. and that's a time to be intolerant right because when you're intolerant and you're true to your beliefs or your ethics or whatever you know you will um you know th- that's the time when you're dating to say no well exactly and that's why the person i'm with now <laughs> yeah. is you know completely different from anybody i've ever dated and or married so you because know, of because that. I stopped being tolerant, you know, oh, I good. started yeah. being genuine yeah. and and being okay with what I really want and value as opposed to what was choosing me. And not concerned about what the other person thought of you. Right, right. Being kind, but not being, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Great. putting myself in the wrong place. So, Last question for you. Yes. If there's one thing you think everybody really needs to know. Related to business, whatever. What is the one thing that you think people need to know? It starts with you. It starts with you. 
Sounds Everything like a- does. <laughs> sort of it sounds like that Simon book, but you know, Sinek, it starts with why. Yeah. It kind of starts with you before, before you, you know, you have to know your why and go from there. So it's kind of this along the same lines, but the, the side note from me, kind of the, the direction that I take it in my personal life and what I really value in other people that astound me and amaze me and make me want to hang out with them yeah. is the, how much they take personal responsibility for their lives. Yeah. yeah. That's really what I mean. Yeah, it starts with you. It sounds like the title to a podcast to me. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else you it. want to say before we wrap up? Uh, I'm no. I mean, this was awesome. It was kind of fun to put my worlds together here in in one hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, thank you for figuring out a way to do that. And, yeah. Uh, also, I encourage people. Yeah. I saw your YouTube video from January 6th. Okay. Um, it was a good one. What inspired you to actually do that? You know, so the video is about my, my BHAG, right? Big, audacious, big hairy, audacious goal mm-hmm. for 2016. <laughs> um, and what inspired me to do that is honestly what I... Gosh, the other big thing I know to be true is that accountability is so important, support mm-hmm. and accountability in everything. Mm-hmm. And so for me, sharing a big goal like that in a public way, mm-hmm. um, while also in there sharing, you know, a real kind of vulnerability, because we don't, talking about money is, is such an uncomfortable thing in our society a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um I wanted to put it out there for accountability, but also because I know I'm not alone. Mm. And so, again, it was that, you know, again, that video, if you know, if I kind of think at it from a business perspective, mm. it's, it, it's going to speak to some people more than others. And mm. that's okay, because it's supposed to. It's supposed to resonate with the right people for them to say, wow, that is my story, too, and you know, reach out and, and maybe we can work together and help each other. So mm-hmm. that was, that was really the main reason for doing that. Um, no, it was great. I got a, you know, yeah. I, I got one of the best um, senses sense for who you are Thank and, you. you know, because it was totally transparent and, and at the same yeah. time you actually asked for what you wanted. Yes. Let it be known. There you go. I did. Thank yes, you. you did. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's real simple. Either, you know, you're, you're on or you're off. I mean, you know, and, and people that, uh, you know, I'm definitely on. Just wanted to let you know. So mm-hmm. before we go, we should talk yeah. about not only how people get in touch with you, probably going sure. to coachkristen.com and contact you there, do you think? So, yeah. So there are a couple of options. Um, you know, I because I do kind of these two very different things that, you know, in a lot of ways are related, mm-hmm. my... You know, if you just want to look at Beachbody programs and products and order those through me and join my accountability and support groups related to those, mm-hmm. coachkristen.com, you can start from there and, and click under offerings. There's a mm-hmm. get yourself fit and get your business fit are your two choices. So mm-hmm. if you choose the get yourself fit, it will ultimately get you to my team Beachbody page. Or I believe, John, you were going to include in the mm-hmm. The notes about Coach Kristen Fitness is a direct, it just auto reconnects yep. you to my Team Beachbody page. Yep. The other coaching that I'm doing, the Niche Fit program, is the first product I've launched as part of my Find Your Fit business. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I currently have a group session running right now. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So I've got um, a small group doing that. We basically, um, everybody gets two one-on-one coaching sessions along with a detailed assessment. And then we have four group coaching calls where we work through the workbook. And that is where I, of course, incorporate the all-important support and accountability Mm -hmm. um, for moving through the process of finding your niche, learning their language, and figuring out where they live. So those are the three steps of that program. So I'll be doing another one. I'll be doing them quarterly, basically. Um, That's great. So the next one will be starting, um, uh, I believe, in April. Mm -hmm. So there is a contact page. Um, I do have a free niche fit tool um, that I can, you know, you basically opt in and you get access to the basics of this. And where's that? where, Where can people find that? It's free nichefittool.com. Great. Good URLs, man. Very good. <laughs> I try to make it simple. So yeah. free nichefittool.com. You can get kind of a free uh, jump start on figuring out your niche and, and, and some other tools for me and see from there if you're interested in my program. That's great. Okay, good. So do, are, you doing, uh, are you doing much online stuff? In what way? Oh, just the coaching you're doing. Um, well, for that group coaching, is that what you mean? Yeah. We're, I do. I mean, we have a secret Facebook group just for the people in that, in my current group. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, you know, I'm providing them some resources there and we can interact there. But um, that's really the extent of it there. Most of my beach body or my fitness group coaching is all online and, and we're about to have an app launch. Great. So, um, which will make it nice for people who aren't big fans of Facebook because I realize that there are people yeah. who it's not their favorite place. Right. So we've been waiting and waiting and it's coming soon. We're going to have a really awesome app that'll allow people to, um, record their workouts, their meals, um, you know, easily communicate with me anytime. And, um, help each other stay accountable. So that'll be really great when that comes out toward the end of January, beginning of February. That's fantastic. It's great. All right. So let's wrap it up. Okay. So Kristen, thank you so much for being here. And I I really hope to have you back on, maybe even on a regular basis, maybe once a month or something. You just, yeah, you're very inspiring and useful information. And uh, yeah, I just want people to know more about what you're doing. I appreciate that. And I like talking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm seeing a career here for sure. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I have to learn to listen more, I think, to do what you do. So thank you for doing what you do. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, I encourage people to go to alternativehealthtools.com, the podcast, and uh, check out the show notes for this episode. And we'll include all the links and the information that uh, we're going to be sharing with you. So until we meet again, we will talk later. Thanks. Thank you. 